0: the staff room a Brain comedy production episode four the wind that blows are you all right bernie you're pacing oh nothing to worry about sir Just reckon we might have a little rat problem, that's all. A rat problem? Really? Or you keep hearing rustling and tapping. Well, maybe it's the wind. That's what he wants me to think. Who? Mr. Rat. Okay, well, good luck with that.
1: Oh, I've got a bad feeling about today, Sam. How so?
0: Can you not hear, Sam? The wind. Wind and children do not go together.
1: Well, I don't know about that, Tom. You've obviously never been in my classroom after hot dinners. Honestly, I've never smelt anything like it. (laughs) Ha!
0: Well, that's true. Kids don't have much self-control when it comes to afternoon flatulence.
1: Wrong again there, Tom. Table of lads by my book corner yesterday afternoon demonstrated excellent self-control. Every time I came over, one of them would raise a leg and have at it. It sounded like a bloody firework display. Oh, they are revolting little beasts.
0: I was actually referring to the weather. Really? Oh, God, yes. You won't get any work out of them today.
1: Why not? Well, listen.
0: You hear that? That wind will turn normally well-mannered children into a demented mob of satanic monsters. Just thank your lucky stars you're not on break duty. It'll be like trying to control a school of Tasmanian devils during the mating
1: season. You're pulling my leg.
0: Honestly, today is going to be an absolute nightmare.
1: And to think I've got to teach PE.
0: Oh, I'd cancel that, Judith, if I were you.
1: You can't not do PE just because it's a bit windy. The young are so confident nowadays, aren't they, Tom? Oh, please. Look, do you want to swap PE sessions? I'll take your slot today and you can have mine on Friday.
0: Be careful, Sam.
1: Ah, shush you with your satanic hordes and Tasmanian berserkers. All right, Samantha. Deal. Great. I can't wait.
0: You can't just expect me to read and approve an important document like the Code of Conduct the night before it's going to the Governing
1: Body. Owen, the Governor's emailed it to you over a week ago. It it must have gone straight to my junk. If that's meant to be a sly dig about the school governors, it's not funny. No, Harriet, I wasn't joking. Good, because making jokes at the expense of the governing body contravenes Section 8 of the Code of Conduct. No, honestly, Harriet, it wasn't. But I need more time to go
0: through it properly.
1: Owen, it's the Code of Conduct. It says, don't be late for work, try to remain sober, and please don't swear at the children. Getting you to read it is just a formality because you're the staff union rep. It doesn't actually mean anything.
0: I'll have you know I take my union role very seriously.
1: Right. So you'll have no trouble getting this Code of Conduct signed, sealed and delivered to me by the end of the afternoon. Otherwise...
0: Uh, Otherwise what?
1: Otherwise the staff may start looking for a new union rep. One who takes their duties seriously. Like who? Oh, I don't know. Jack? Jack King? You're joking, aren't you? I would never joke about a member of staff, Owen. It would be a breach of the Code of Conduct.
0: All right. You'll
1: get it by this afternoon.
0: Oh... Sorry, David. Blimey, that is a windy morning out there, people. I thought you were going to take off at one point, PA.
1: I think it was your umbrella, David.
0: Well, something's got to shield me from the mighty tempest, but I would say that next time, try to hold the brolly a bit higher. The wind was still blowing on Crosshatch's crown.
1: Hold it a bit higher. Yes, David.
0: In fact, your whole brolly height consistency also needs a bit of work. You nearly had my eye out at one point.
1: Sorry, David. It's
0: not your fault, Deputy. PA here has got to learn.
1: No, I meant, have you quite finished?
0: Uh height, consistency... Yep, I think that covers everything. Have you got all that PA?
1: Yes, David. Great. Now, David, have you signed your copy of the Code of Conduct for tonight's meeting with governors?
0: What? I haven't got time for that, Harriet. I've got real work to do. PA teller
1: david has a meeting this morning with the developer of his prize winning it resource from last week's conference
0: the ls angel a revolutionary vr design that will provide children with their own virtual learning support assistant
1: then we're setting up a meeting with a documentary maker who is very interested in david's latest innovation i really don't think you should be going public with your new idea not before we've really talked it through
0: don't worry harriet it's fine Just some pioneering product promotional podcast patter. David. Okay, okay. If you don't want me to talk to the reporter, I won't. Promise? My word is my bond.
1: Okay, right. See you later. Who is it? It's the journalist. Answer it. But David. Trust
0: me, PA. But
1: Harriet said.
0: Harriet told me not to talk to him. She didn't say anything about you.
1: If you're sure.
0: PA, what could possibly go wrong?
1: What are you up to, Owen?
0: Oh, it's this new code of conduct. I've got to proofread it ready for governors.
1: Anything we need to know about?
0: Well, as a matter of fact... Phew, it's getting rough out there.
1: Tell me about it. They're predicting six inches of rain tonight.
0: I never thought you'd be one to worry about six inches.
1: Oi, you cheeky (laughs) sod.
0: What is it, Owen? Oh, nothing. It's just I thought you two might be interested in Section 3 of this new Code of Conduct, that's all. I very much doubt it. Oh, not even Section 3.4? Staff must not behave inappropriately or in a way that makes others feel uncomfortable. Oh, come off it, Owen.
1: Yeah, it's only a bit of fun.
0: Oh, it might be fun to you, Miss Lord. But some of us don't want to hear about you and Owen's six inches.
1: Mr Pickett! Huh? I'd kindly ask you to keep your tawdry comments in check. This is a staff room, not a sewer. No, Judith, it was. Uh, I was.
0: Yeah, Owen. Don't you remember Code of Conduct Section 8.9? Try not to be a filthy perv. Oh, I've had enough of this.
1: Oh, come on, Owen. We're only having a laugh.
0: Well, we'll see if you're still laughing when you're facing a disciplinary for lewd conduct in a communal area. I, I mean it, Kat. One strain you end up and you'll be up for it. Or oh, she's up for it, alright. Oh,
1: for goodness sake, can everyone please stop being rude? Ah, oh, Owen. I thought I'd find you here. Still not prioritising the code of conduct, I see. I'm trying to, Harriet, honestly. Really? It doesn't sound like it. It's these lot. They're putting me off. Remember what I said, Owen. I'm sure there are people who would be willing to take your place. I, I really don't
0: think there's anyone here who would... Jack? Yes, Harriet?
1: You're a union man, aren't you?
0: Born and bred. You can trace my family's union links back over a hundred years. I am, if nothing else, Harriet, a union man.
1: You see, Owen.
0: I'll get it done, I promise. Just please don't take my union hat off me. Oh yes, always been a union man, me. Of course, my dad prefers rugby league. Then again, he's always been a bit odd. Ooh, that weather's not getting any better, is it?
1: Oh, would you listen to you? What? Anyone would think there was a tornado blowing outside listening to you go on.
0: Trust me, it'll be like herding cats getting them back into class after this.
1: I know, I know, and if one drop of water lands on their head, they'll be turning into gremlins. Still looking forward to your pee lesson later on, Samantha. Can't wait, Judith.
0: Blimey! Look at that rain! Who's on duty?
1: Mr King.
0: Cat, can you see Jack out there?
1: I can't see him. No, wait, there he is. Holding on to the monkey bars to steady himself. Why, hasn't he blown his whistle? I don't know, Judith. Wait, I think I can see him reaching for it now. Come on, Jack.
0: Everyone, inside, save yourselves. You're fine. Put that bloody ball down.
1: And why haven't you got your coats on? Oh, God. What is it now?
0: Well, there's only one thing worse than windy play, and that's wet play.
1: And to think, I replenished our felt tip pens only this morning. What a waste. They won't last five minutes.
0: And you can kiss goodbye to any plain paper you had stockpiled. I mean, we tell them to use scrap paper, but they never listen.
1: So, Samantha, I suppose you won't be wanting my peace lot anymore. And why not?
0: You're not serious.
1: Samantha, you're not actually considering taking them out in this weather, are you? They're not made of salt, Judith. It's just a bit of rain. It'll do them good. Well, on your head be it. Crikey, was that thunder?
0: Come here, you little sod. I knows you're in there.
1: Bernie Kildare, why are you destroying the sideboard?
0: Oh, sorry everyone. I, uh, I thought I saw rats Ratsbutin.
1: Thought you saw who?
0: My nemesis.
1: Rat Sputin.
0: Bernie, have you named your suspected rat?
1: Suspected rat?
0: Bernie is convinced there's a rat in the staff room. He's trying to catch it. I reckon he's set up base behind this here wall. I heard him snoring.
1: Ugh, oh, I'm going back to class. I'd rather deal with a classroom full of soggy children during wet play than the idiots inside this staff room. Speak for yourself, ha, huh, says the lunatic who's taking her class out for a game of rounders during a full-blown hurricane. Don't you worry about me and my class, Judith. You hurry back to your felt tip pens. We'll be just fine. Oh, Jack, you were so brave.
0: Oh, come off it, Kat. Any one of you would have done the same.
1: That's not true. Isn't it? No. It's only got to start spitting and Judith sends them in.
0: Huh. Well, maybe Judith should have been on duty this morning.
1: Don't say that.
0: Why not? It's true.
1: Jack, you don't mean it.
0: I knew it was going to rain, Kat. I could smell it as soon as I got outside. Oh, why in God's name didn't I blow the whistle earlier? You
1: weren't to know.
0: I'll never forget that lad's face as he looked up and a raindrop the size of a fist landed right in his eye. And all those little year ones, Jack, don't their screams, cat? They'll haunt me till the day I die.
1: You did everything you could,
0: but by the time I reached them, it was too late. They were already gripped by puddle fever.
1: Don't punish yourself, Jack.
0: Their shoes will never dry out by home time.
1: I know, Jack. I know. Oh, hello, you two. Shouldn't you be in class?
0: I'm. Uh, I'm just having five minutes, Emma.
1: Goodness me, you're soaked through, Mister King. Jack was on duty when it started, you know, raining. Oh. Uh, Bernie, why are you hiding in the cupboard?
0: Gorilla tactics.
1: I beg your pardon?
0: Sometimes it takes a gorilla to catch a rat.
1: Right, well that's very interesting, but can you pass me down a mug please? I'm trying to make a cup of tea. Thank you. Anyway, you two are probably wondering why I'm so excited.
0: Uh not really. Well,
1: seeing as you asked, it's because David is going to be interviewed about his brilliant new teaching resource for a documentary. Oh my god, are we going to be famous? Not exactly, no. It's for a podcast, something called Heading for Headship, a new series with the aspiring school leader in mind. But David is going to star in it.
0: Oh, so, uh, not telly then?
1: Well, no, but David is very excited about it.
0: Oh, of course he is.
1: But look, Harriet doesn't know about it yet, so you will keep it a secret, won't you?
0: Mum's the word.
1: I hate to say I told you so, Samantha, but (sighs) I'll be fine, honestly. It was just... it was just so bloody cold. There, there. (coughs) And wet.
0: Here, Sam. Drink this honey and lemon.
1: (sighs) Thanks. I mean, the kids didn't seem to mind. (sighs) They were mucking about, having a whale of a time. The soggy little eejits. But... (sighs) Yes was so cold. I know. And wet. Drink up,
0: Sam. You'll be okay.
1: Oh, God. gosh.
0: Harriet, it's fine.
1: I specifically told you not to go public with your stupid idea.
0: The Ellis Angel is not a stupid idea, Harriet. It's the next technological revolution in the world of education. Say goodbye to your tired support assistants and say hello to the virtual world of personalised learning holograms. What's this? Hologrammatic support assistance. Um, excuse me, Mr Crosshatch, oh, I couldn't help but here. This new idea of yours won't put any jobs at risk, will it? Owen, not now. But I was just reading the bit of the Code of Conduct that deals with the rights of the employees, and Owen,
1: I... right now I'd concentrate on Section 6.4. 6.4? Uh,
0: yes, doing as you're
1: told and sodding off.
0: Oh, I see. Like that, is it? Well, in that case... There you are, Harriet. All signed and ready for governors. And I can't wait to see how they respond when David here contravenes section 8.3 by bringing the school into disrepute through misjudged media appearances. Whoa, now everyone calm down. There is nothing misjudged about a David Crosshatch media appearance.
1: David, there isn't going to be any media appearance. But Harriet... I think there's somebody at the door. Well... Isn't somebody going to open it?
0: Wait, nobody move. It's that bloody rat. I've got him. Bernie, I I don't think rats knock before they come in. Shh. On three. One. Two. Three. Ah, hello. I'm Jonathan Monkton from Heading for Headship. I'm looking for a David Crosshatch. You have been listening to The Staff Room, a brain comedy production for no one in particular. The script was written by Tim Browse and performed by Tim Browse and Ellie Swain. Subscribe to the Brain Comedy Podcast via SoundCloud or iTunes, or go to the website www.brainedcomedy.com.